Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And this is the anatomy of the Flash in the nude. <laughs> Not really, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> or is it? I guess, I mean, it's, an, it's a podcast. So I guess they'll never know. Maybe somewhere in the multiverse. This very podcast is happening. In the nude? In the nude. Maybe. On a beach. Or like wearing a trench coat only. Yeah. <laughs> Sporadically showing parts of their body. <laughs> yeah. To the microphone. Yeah. They pause in the middle of recording to go run across a sports stadium naked. Yeah. <laughs> That's dedication. Yeah. Multitasking. Yeah. In the multiverse. Yeah. Multiverse tasking? Yeah. Meh. Multi-vasking? Mm, that sounds sexual. Well, it's a pretty sexual thing going on when you're flashing people. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, just so we're clear, this movie is about showing your your wiener <laughs> to to random people. No. That's a different one. It's not a documentary. About showing. Or, or like a, a biopic of like somebody famous for flashing people. No, I don't think so. That's not what I got of it anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> So what you're telling me is this is the other one. Yeah, the other The less flash. exciting Flash. Right. Based off the DC comics. Yes. Okay. Correct. Well, I'm going to have to redo a lot of my notes. <laughs> do we need to press pause and I'll come back? I'll just do it live. Okay. In the nude. <laughs> okay. That explains a lot, actually. <laughs> All right, so... As always, this is our anatomy episode of a particular movie and or TV show. In this case, just a movie. Yeah. Fuck the show. Although, not to be confused with the yeah, show. Yeah, there, the there is name. a show. Yeah, <laughs> but we're not really talking about that. I think it actually that. might have ended, but... I think it, it did. Yeah. You know, CW's like, fuck all of you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shows them their wiener. Yeah. <laughs> and we yells at them to get out. Yeah. So this is about the movie. <laughs> so this is the movie. So, of course... Full spoilers. Keep that in mind. Yes. If you have not seen The Flash, uh, no need to report it to the police. Yeah. Because you are safe. Yeah. From such you a should, you should heinous st- act. You should stop here, go watch it if you're going to watch it, and then come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if you don't care, then I guess continue listening. That's you do. That's that's you do? Yeah. yeah. That's you do. <laughs> you do you, is what you, I was trying to say. I think you've taken this movie so literal that like you're... <laughs> Time jumping yeah. your sentences yeah. at this yeah. point. I was speaking two sentences at once. That's a good point. Yeah. You're like a sentence paradox now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this movie did release June 12th, uh, and it was written by Christina Hodson, which I believe worked on Bumblebee, and it's directed by Andy Muschietti. Uh, yes, she did work on Bumblebee. Christina Hodson. Yeah. She did the script, right? Uh, yes. Screenwriter. Yeah. Okay. And Birds of Prey, apparently. Which makes sense. That would be like an yeah. obvious, dare I say, trail of breadcrumbs. <laughs> I guess. Because birds eat breadcrumbs. Yes. In case that trail was not apparent enough. Got it. All right. Uh, oh. oh, oh, that's why Andy Machete sounds familiar. It. And It Chapter 2. <laughs> okay. I don't know how they're related here, but... I mean, they felt like... <laughs> Pretty tonally the same. <laughs> Arguably, you could call this like the third chapter of it. Yeah. <laughs> and Mama, which is another movie. Oh that my doesn't... god, that movie was so bad. 
Okay. So he, he decided to take a little bit of a turn, it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> a dark turn. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, it is a budget of 200 to $220 million. I didn't get a precise number. Yeah. Close enough. Uh, but currently, the box office is saying that it is at $210.9 million worldwide as of June 25th. So about two weeks since it's released. Okay. So pretty much broke even already. Basically. Yeah. Or not quite. Or not quite, depending on which number is accurate. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm sure that they expect it to be a lot more. Like mm-hmm. powers of 10 higher. <laughs> yeah. Well, this one's got such a unique situation because, yes. you know, we all know that DCU is shifting to mm-hmm. James Gunn's vision. We don't know if this has any impact Mm -hmm. uh, directly or if it's just kind of like a closing the book for the Snyderverse. Right. So that could be a variable, I feel like, that affects people's urge to go see it in theaters versus just waiting for it to hit max or whatever the hell it's going to do. HBO, I don't know, whatever it's going to be on. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. It just, there's a lot of (laughs) variables that could affect this movie's performance not necessarily because it's good or bad yeah all right plot summary not that you need it because you've probably already seen it if you're listening to this but uh after discovering his ability to reverse time barry attempts to save his mother who was murdered when he was a child and impacts the very fabric of the multiverse that is a very glossed over version but yeah you want to know where i got that from where my brain oh nice Okay. Yeah, I was pretty impressed with it. <laughs> it's a good and then summarization. You called it a glossed over version. Well, no, it's like I was like, oh. I mean, like it's very the disrespect. No, I didn't mean it as disrespect. I meant like it's very simplified, and it covers basically the entire movie in one sentence, which I think I would have had a hard time doing. I mean, it's a plot summary. Yeah, I still would have trouble. Summary. I would have trouble using just one sentence to summarize the movie. It's so. a plot summary. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. If you want, I could reverse time. And change it. Pass. Okay. <laughs> we might affect the fabric of the multiverse <laughs> and I could come back to a more successful podcast <laughs> out of consequence. Yeah. You're going to become uh, Dark Steven? <laughs> <laughs> Arguably, I already was. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So let's get into it, huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so characters, obviously we have Barry Allen, the Flash, played by Ezra Miller. Also just, I want to just put this little star, I guess, by our podcast episode. (laughs) We are fully aware that Ezra Miller goes by the pronouns they, them. We will do our best to do that when referring to the actor. Mm -hmm. Obviously when we were referring to the character of Barry... We will use he, him, mm-hmm. but just know we are going to try if we brain fart and do not do that. It is not intentional and we do apologize. Yeah. Apologize. <laughs> you are going to do that. <laughs> All right. So that said, let's get into it. So Barry Allen, The Flash, played by Ezra Miller. And of course, this movie does take place in 2023 in the very beginning. At least that's what it says, feels like it's supposed it to be. present current, day, right? Current time, yeah. right? So so right away in this movie, we get a Barry Allen who is like more experienced than we've ever seen him in the DC 
EU at the time, right? Mm-hmm. So this is the Flash from the Snyderverse. We see him in a full suit mm-hmm. that we've never seen him in before. He's, you know, he's That's not... That's a little fancy. He's not like his, like, practice trying to, like, make a suit. It's like... Right. I, I have to assume Batman yeah, I feel designed like, it for him or like funded the suit's existence. It just feels like... I feel like there were inferences made that it implied, yes, that okay. he was... It's, it's like a... Like a like he's renting it. Or funded it or whatever but like he's behind it essentially mm-hmm. like tony stark made the spider-man suit gotcha yeah. so yeah. okay i kind of got yeah. the same vibe yeah. too so yeah. they're just like doing the the tony peter relationship yes. with batman and and flash with yes. this okay yeah the suit i thought was kind of interesting because like, it, it does like have the like design of like somebody who does just go like running and shit like the helmet yeah. is yeah. like got that like i don't know how you what you call it like the the conish kind of back yeah. end yeah. for like, like I guess aerodynamics. like aerodynamic of, of running. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked his electricity goes to the traditional yellow mm-hmm. with the suit. It's like, it's like converting the energy from, I guess what, like a, a raw blue mm-hmm. version. Yeah. Which you kind of saw in, um, not to say they took it, but again, Spider-Man, we did see that in, uh, No Way Home oh. with, uh, Electro. Yes. Right. He had the, the blue and it turned yellow to the more traditional of the character mm-hmm. in that movie. That's a good point. Nice little correlation there. Yeah. Or I guess parallels, more accurate. Yeah. So what I did like about this was we actually saw him kind of in action right off the bat. We mm-hmm. didn't really have to wait like a third of the way through the movie. We got just like... Yeah, they threw us in. This is the Flash. This is him doing what he does mm-hmm. now that he's more mature more experienced he's working with the justice league yeah he's with the justice league yeah Um, i thought it was interesting how they like right off the bat had us know that he's with the justice league and kind of explain why they're not there yeah or where they are yeah uh in relationship to like you know all like the drama that we know like you know henry cavill's not around anymore yeah is gal gadot coming back right ben affleck we know he was not going to be doing any more of the character. Yeah. All that stuff. So it was interesting to see them kind of like throw that all at us at once. Uh, obviously, he has to go save some hospital mm-hmm. that's collapsing. Yeah. All while Batman is doing some kind of car chase. Right. Um, which I really did appreciate that we saw a more... We got to see more of Ben Affleck's Batman. You know, mm-hmm. speaking of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually did not expect to see him as big of a role Mm -hmm. um in that aspect i guess really all it is is this opening thing he's on this chase against some people who stole some bio weapon or something yeah uh and he's on his like bat bike or what the hell they call it yeah all while flash is doing his thing he's doing his thing and like i thought it was really cool seeing that they kind of gave fans that aspect of a Batman movie mm-hmm. without really giving him the Batman movie. Yes. Because we're never going to see him in a solo movie. Right. And and to an extent, it kind of bummed me out that we won't be seeing Ben Affleck come back as Batman with his own movie. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, this was like a much different tone. We have him in the daylight fighting crime versus where his you know cameos and stuff or other movies he's been in with the Snyvers have all been very like night toned and mm-hmm. all that stuff. We could see him in like the blue and gray-esque suit. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it looked really nice. 
Yeah. I, th- I, I don't know. The, the mask was like a little too aggressive, I guess, with like the <laughs> facial expressions. Yeah. But um, but I did really enjoy the design of his outfit in this and the, all the action and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think it was nice. They, they gave kind of like just a taste to like... Not necessarily, I don't know, maybe, maybe it is fan service, I don't know. But, like, to give us a taste of what we could have seen, but obviously he's not. Yeah, well, I mean, it. I think it's, like, I guess for me it was, it translates to, like, when Marvel put John Krasinski hmm. in the role of Reed Richards mm-hmm. in Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. We're not really ever going to have him as that character for, like, the MCU Reed Richards. But, mm-hmm. you know, they gave us that kind of, I don't I guess fill of the character yeah, yeah. you know taste. and i yeah. kind of feel like they did that with even though we've already had been afflicted as batman i think they kind of gave us that satisfaction of seeing him do his thing yeah at least one more time mm-hmm. with this being kind of the end of the snyderverse as we know it yeah so yeah and we'll get into like a little bit at the end of that whole thing but mm-hmm. um yeah barry allen the flash uh, we see him in action at the hospital during the same time. Uh, there's this really uncomfortable scenario where a bunch of babies. Uh, and like all the babies in the nursery yeah, just like fall out the window. Literally a baby shower. Yeah. <laughs> and so he has to like save all these babies. Yeah. While he's like. Already low on energy. Low on calories. Yeah. Zero, zero calories or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That whole thing was so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And the, there's a dog involved. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was ridiculous. There's yeah. not really a better way to say that. Yeah, I mean, well, the whole scenario was just too extreme. It was cartoonish. It, it, it very yeah. much cartoonish. Like more cartoonish. And I think that was kind of the point of yeah. like giving us a scenario for the Flash to do his thing, but like in a way that like he can highlight his goofiness. Yeah. And it did feel very, I guess. Um, Quicksilver. I was thinking the same thing. But like in a less somehow musical way. Yeah, like more goofy, less quirky. I don't I don't know if that's right, but that yeah, I would I would agree with that yeah. statement. Because the Quicksilver thing was definitely it was funny, but it was there was something mm-hmm. just But it was odd. tied to the music. Yes. Right. Yes, exactly. It was like the tone of that was really tied to the choice of the soundtrack that they yes. put into that scene. Yes. Whereas this, I don't ever remember, was there any kind of like yeah. Known song or was it just kind of like score music? Um, I feel like there was a song, but now I'm not remembering. There's a lot of imagery that like brushed the song out of my head. Okay. So okay. like him reaching and you think he's reaching to save baby and it's like a burrito. Yeah, yeah. Or like <laughs> this his whole like mentality is just like a germaphobe's like worst nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> so he just took a burrito that was used in a microwave. <laughs> And he just starts Eating slamming it, it down his yeah. mouth. <laughs> I mean, he had to. Otherwise, he was going to pass out and then he wouldn't be able to save the babies. I get it. Um, <laughs> there was the vending machine food. He could have just I think he reached for vending bypassed machi- the burrito altogether. I think he reached for the vending machine food, too. This is this is why we were in a pandemic. Okay. Yeah, he caused it. <laughs> because of people like him who are just blatantly doing things. Taking used burritos out of microwaves. Yeah. The used burrito epidemic of... 2023. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not a decision I would have made, but, like, I'm also not in a situation where I have to decide mm. between, like, 
being able to save babies or uh-huh. not, I guess. I mean, I guess you aren't. That's true. <laughs> I have yet to see you in such a scenario. <laughs> so. Lucky me. Yeah. Lucky your babies, though. Yeah. I guess if they don't Because you wouldn't be eating that burrito. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Probably not. Lucky your babies. <laughs> Ideally, they don't fall out of the building mm-hmm. in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, also, I feel like... This whole scene kind of highlighted rules within how his electricity, the electricity works with his powers too, right? So Mm -hmm. like he couldn't directly touch the babies, right? I feel like they allude to this or, or reference it sometime later on about how you can't, like he couldn't grab the babies and move them. That's why he was doing weird shit. Hmm. To then transport them. Like, he put a baby in the microwave. Literally. on. (laughs) It's still disturbing. (laughs) Like, did he have to close the door? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it was weird. This was definitely a thought that went through my head as soon as he closed that door. (laughs) Like, was that necessary? (laughs) When he opens that, I better not be seeing any baby back ribs. Okay. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, there, there was the... The bottles of acid yep. that were gonna like splatter a baby, and so he just like threw a he threw a shit pan in yeah, front of it. Yeah, bed pan. <laughs> yeah. I so my interpretation was that he wasn't gonna be able to reach all of them at once, so he had to like do that at a distance for that reason. But okay. maybe maybe that's what it was. But I hadn't, I know that he had referenced something later on to younger. Barry about how you can't grab or carry like certain things. Yeah, well, that was in reference, if I remember correctly, to younger Barry didn't have the energy dissipating gloves or whatever whole outfit that older Barry did because he had a different outfit that he made. No, he definitely referenced something about babies. Okay. Or like later on when he's teaching him stuff. Okay. I just remember he had to take off his gloves to do the like the power thing that younger Barry had done. And so I assume that his gloves mm-hmm. were inhibiting him from doing that. But maybe it's not enough for a baby to be safe. I don't know. Maybe it's still enough electricity to shock a baby. Well, I don't think it's about electrocuting the baby. I think it's about the momentum that he's moving at. Oh, He can't yes. be carrying a baby because he it's like the baby's going to like, I assume, die. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you're, that's a good point because they... That's he why was he, like, was like he was like, I had to shit. move you. And he was like, how far or whatever. And then he immediately starts throwing up everywhere. That's why like, yeah, he had the bed thing. Yeah. And then he like tug on their like, their onesie or whatever. It was. Yeah, yeah. And then they would just float down to the bed. Yeah. Instead can, of him putting them on He can on affect it. their momentum, but he can't grab them because he's moving too quickly. You're right. That's okay. probably what it is. It's speed. Okay. Because they reference it later when younger Barry moves older Barry. When <laughs> older Barry doesn't have his powers. <laughs> he's just like, what did you do? What did you do? I had to move you. <laughs> I just moved you a just little, a little bit. bit. <laughs> yeah, that was a funny scene where he's puking yeah. everywhere yeah. after the whole, yeah. the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I, I do. I love that they kind of incorporated like, I don't I mean, I don't know if that would actually happen. It's but I would some level of realism. That's some level of like science to yeah. like, if you really did move somebody that fast, like they would puke, you know, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I also like the idea that like he went for the burrito and the and the food and the vending machines, right? Like I get, I didn't expect that, but I thought it was really clever that they did that because it was like he's no good to them. Yes. If he has no energy to exactly. move, exactly. Yeah. 
and also I guess it's the idea that he's so fast that like it wouldn't make a difference yeah. if he took the time to go do right. that mm-hmm. beforehand. Yeah. So it's I true. thought that was really clever how yeah, they did that. It was, I agree. What a very disturbing scene though. So disturbing. Just so uncomfortable yeah. to like <laughs> Yeah. Uh at the same time though, I will say, like, you know, we kinda got like an origin story for why he um goes back in time really to his mom. Mm-hmm. Is it morbid? If I were to say, I kind of think it would have been interesting if he didn't save all of the babies. And that was his driving force for wanting to reverse time. It would fall in line with the Snyderverse a little bit more. I feel like, obviously, this isn't, they want to do a more lighthearted tone, I guess. But, like, I don't know. I was just kind of playing in my head, like, yes, it's a very, like, disturbing of an idea to Mm -hmm. do that but i also thought it would be kind of interesting that like completely change his motives as to what he's going back in time for in this Mm -hmm. movie yeah and make it like a little bit more serious like that yeah and then the end cap would be him saving the baby at the Mm -hmm. end obviously right or i guess not the end but no okay so i guess it couldn't work because the whole point is he'd have to change everything back so yeah he couldn't really do that, I guess. So no, never mind. It's not. Gonna, it was a dumb idea. It's not going to happen. But if this were this universe were continuing, it would be interesting to see one of those babies grow up to be like a villain. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the one that he put in the microwave, and then they're just like mad. Yeah. Their entire life that they were put in a microwave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was his, his name? Would just be like microwave. I don't know. It's- I haven't fully fleshed out the idea. Like, what's okay? his villain power? Or does he have a power? Does the microwave give him powers? The radiation? Maybe, maybe it gives him powers. Yeah. I don't know. The power to... Uh, heat food up slightly. Heat, heat food up slightly. <laughs> and no matter how fast it is, the person's impatient about it. Yeah. So, yeah, I scratched the whole idea of that. Because yeah. it wouldn't make sense. Plus, they kind of already did it with, like, the retroactively being, like, he was there during the Zod stuff. Mm-hmm. Trying to, like, learn his powers and save people. Yeah. And he saved the kid, but not his dad. Right. So they kind of already treaded that whole, like, he failed to save somebody. Right. So. All right. Never mind. We'll just stick to his mom, I guess. Yeah. Boring. Yeah. <laughs> Overdone. <laughs> like that baby in the microwave. Okay. <laughs> the microwave wasn't on. <laughs> this time. Yeah. In this multiverse, yes. Yeah. I guess the single verse. This universe? The single verse. Universe. The single verse. Universe. (laughs) Universe is the singular. I know, but... (laughs) But you're making up your own stuff? Yeah. Got it. This is my (laughs) version. Okay. Um, It was was a really fun scene, I think. Um, It kind of, I think, also set the tone for the character being a little bit more goofy Mm -hmm. uh, than what we had seen but still making mature choices yeah and <laughs> it definitely highlighted him being a little bit more mature yeah he was having the conversation with alfred about mm-hmm. how like kind of feels like all he is is the janitor yeah yeah he seems to only be called to clean up the messes that yeah. batman makes yep and then by the time he's done with this he goes back to meet up with batman who has finished up with the crime mm-hmm. car chase thing which we get a so I mean, I was surprised. We get a, a cameo from Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I you was know, a little surprised They, by they that. brought her up and they go, oh, she's not answering or she's busy or whatever the hell their answer yeah. was. I was like, oh, okay, that's her. Yeah. Quick little yeah. why she's not in this movie. Yeah. And then 
maybe that was her plan was to make you just kind of like think that she's not going to be there mm-hmm. and then boom there she is yeah so had a little fun moment of her lasso touching <laughs> batman yeah explaining why he was or what, what he could have done to really stop crime he could have yeah. like <laughs> he could have solved poverty with yeah. his money <laughs> but the truth is he's just lazy or some shit i don't yeah. remember what it was but like it was funny <laughs> And then there he has his whole uh, thing of being a virgin. Yeah, and he's never I know what sex, sex is. I, I know what sex is, but I've never had it. Whatever that was. <laughs> he was like, it was a metaphor. Just let it go. Just let it go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a really fun moment, I think, between those characters. So mm-hmm. I think that was like, again, it's like. Kind of going to suck if you never do see these characters ever again. Because mm-hmm. it's like that was like a fun moment that you could have looked forward to seeing more of that. that they we did didn't have. Really get in the Justice League movie. Right. All right. And then, of course, the, the whole premise is he goes back in time to save his mom. So his mom was murdered when he was a child. They kind of give us a little flashback of that, you know, mm-hmm. give us the, the origin story that we never really got for him. Right. And so, I guess my question for you is, did he intentionally run to try to reverse time, or did he just accidentally stumble across the ability because he got emotional and started running? So, what I... Initially, not like when he was like, oh, how can I do this later on? What I got out of it is he accidentally discovered that he did it. Okay. Because when he was telling Batman about it. Because he went to his old house. Yeah. After talking to his dad, and his dad was like in prison, whatever, mm-hmm. and like the, the security footage didn't work or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So he was on the phone with his dad, got sad, and mm-hmm. started running. Yeah. And it was kind of like a parallel with when his mom was murdered, mm-hmm. his dad would yell to go call 911 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And instead, he just ran out the door. Yeah. So I'm assuming he didn't call 911. Yeah. Unless was, they don't have a phone. I was like, is he going to the neighbor's house to call yeah, 911? Yeah, see, I took it like he got scared and ran away. Yeah. And like, okay. so that's kind of what's like that's more been overshadowing He's got him. like a guilt situation. A guilt mm-hmm. that he didn't, I mean, she was dead, but. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But he didn't But know I don't that. think he knows that. Right. And enough that he could let go that he didn't do more. In my brain, I was probably subconsciously mixing together the tv show where they lived Mm -hmm. next door Mm -hmm. to whatever his name is iris west's dad i had to throw out everything from that show (laughs) because i don't know you know i don't know a whole lot about the character and most of what i do know is from that show Uh i know like the basic idea of him obviously from comics but Mm -hmm. most of my experience with the flash before the show was just animated movies where Mm -hmm. like they weren't necessarily about him Mm-hmm. The only one that was that I've seen was the uh, Flashpoint Paradox, mm-hmm. which we kind of can talk about a little bit in this if you want to compare and contrast um, at some point. But um, so, yeah, really the Flash show is what gave me most of my, I guess, details about Barry's relationships with these characters, assuming that's accurate <laughs> to mm-hmm. the origin story of the character right, from right. the comics. Yeah. I'm starting to think it's not. It might not be, yeah. Because <laughs> like he like was like living with Iris and shit. Like mm-hmm. when he would, like they were like adopted as yeah, basically siblings. Yeah, like yeah. I, I'm assuming that didn't happen because yeah. based off this one, it doesn't seem like that. it doesn't seem That's that. How it went down? Yeah. So yeah, so the way I took it was 
he ran away naturally. Like, it was mm-hmm. his instinct to just run again. Right. Remembering everything that happened to his mom. Yeah. And knowing that his dad's in prison still and all that. And so he ran fast enough, which we got a glimpse of in, I guess, was it Justice League? Mm-hmm. The, like, Snyder version or whatever. Mm-hmm. That he was, like, going toward that ability. Yeah. So this, we see him actually obtain it. Mm-hmm. And he gets into this, like, speed bubble. Which yeah. I was, so that must be their version of the speed force. Yeah. So I was wondering about that because in the show, they didn't have the weird bubble. But then when we saw the... Um, well, I mean, the show is not relevant. No, no, I know. But okay, I'm just saying, like we talked about, that was a lot of what we knew about the yeah, Flash. Yeah, okay. Okay. And so then when we saw these, like, the cameos that we'll get into later, there's one where he's clearly in, like, almost exactly the same kind of bubble thing. Mm-hmm. The really old school one. Yeah. So I guess maybe that's what the Speed Force fucking bubble thing looks like. Well, that's their interpretation of it, obviously, for this. Yes. Right. So what I thought was interesting was... Instead of, okay, so like what really confused me was like, so if he's running so fast that he's able to like change time, wouldn't he like hit things or people at some point? But like the way this seems to be is he's going so fast that he's essentially standing still now. Yeah, he's outside of, he's in the speed force, which is like a separate plane from regular time or whatever. Yeah, so like he's basically standing still. Yes. Not standing still. He... He's he's on a treadmill. He's in one look. Yes. He's, he's on a treadmill. Yes, exactly. A bubble a treadmill. Hamster ball. Hamster okay. wheel. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm getting out of. Yes, it now. Okay. that's what it seems like. And then going forward goes to the future. Going mm-hmm. backwards goes to the past. To the past. Yes. Okay. And he stumbled across, essentially going to a day before when he was with the baby stuff. Yes. The baby shower. He went to a baby shower. Yeah. A real life baby shower. Mm -hmm. And that gave him the idea in his head that he could go and save his mom. Mm Mm-hmm. Which Bruce warns him about, but he's like, yeah, I'm going to try it anyway. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Which is typical of a young adult like that. Yeah, yeah. So he's not fully mature. (laughs) So he's like, what, in his late 20s, right? Because he think he's supposed to be like, like 10 years older than... The young Barry we see later on. So he'd be 28. So he'd be 28. Yeah. Versus the 18 one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, since we're on the topic of the uh, Speed Force bubble yeah. situation, uh, I would like to talk, kind of talk about CGI in this movie because I feel like that was the majority of where it felt weird. Yes. Um, it had this weird claymation-esque kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. And... It was really bothersome for me mm-hmm. throughout this movie. Uh, it didn't always look like that, but there was times where it did, and it really did not look good to me, and I feel like it was a terrible choice. Yeah, there was some really weird stuff, which I later found an article that they're claiming that that was on purpose. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> director um, Muschietti claims that it was a art style that they chose to do for that CGI to give a perspective of Barry seeing things that are not of his reality, something so like that. So they're going to look weird. So they're going to look off to him. 
Well, my only, I have a counter argument to that because I was like, oh, okay, I don't really believe that. Sure, it just looks bad and you're trying to make a cover story, right? But if just, just based on that argument, just the scene with the Superman fighting the spider, mm-hmm. the spider looks more real than Superman, in my opinion. Yeah, okay, the I would agree. The spider looks like a realistic big giant spider. Superman does not. Well, okay, so here's the thing with that one. Hmm. I think those are two different things. So one, I feel like... That Superman doesn't look to me like he's the same like CGI feel as what we're seeing in the Speed Force. He just looks bad. But he doesn't look great. Yeah. And that's also a different thing where it's like they could have used the actor. Yeah. I don't. Do you want to just refer, reveal Wait, that one now? Yeah. We okay. So Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Was Superman with a mullet. Yeah. <laughs> In that scene, yeah, and that was a big cameo thing because there there was a, a previously a, a script for a Superman movie with Nicolas Cage who would be starring him, and that never never happened. And I guess it was about a him fighting a spider. Yeah. So I guess that was like a big I don't know, I guess fan service yeah. moment for people who are old enough to know that whole story and yeah. the, the, the movie they never got. Yeah. But I thought that was kind of weird because they, they made him full CGI in that scene. Yeah. When you literally could have just gotten Nicolas Cage. It would have been a lot cheaper, I would for imagine. For like five minutes. Like, <laughs> like you could have done the CGI for the him fighting the spider. But then when they do the whole like reveal of him looking to the camera. Yeah. Like, Even just superimpose his face onto that CGI yeah, yeah, yeah. body and there it would have been better. Yeah. It just seemed like it was <laughs> odd that they didn't just go that route. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they had other ones that were just like you kind of had to because they Aren't are no longer with us, yeah. you know, or just the footage was so old that it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like archival to translate footage. it, you probably would have to do some kind of CGI, yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I feel like that's slightly a different story, but okay. like, I okay, so with the article thing, it was he was saying like, oh, it was intentional, right. At first, I was like, sounds like an easy excuse to just yeah. be like, oh, okay. Yeah. But the more I think about it, it does, you know, and like I just said, it does feel like they chose certain moments that they had that and others they didn't. Yeah. Which kind of falls in line with his argument. Mm-hmm. But I will say there were also times that there felt like it looked like that with like scenes that it didn't make any sense where like... yeah. There was one later on where the two berries were in the bat plane. Yes. What is it called? The bat plane? I don't. I, maybe. Yeah. I'm just gonna piss people off not knowing. It's not the Batmobile. Yeah, I, I almost <laughs> said that. I was like, the winged Batmobile. No, but uh, there's a moment where they're talking to each other, and the younger Barry, his mouth. He's wearing the 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 face mask. But his mouth looks very CGI and it does not look good. And it looks like it's kind of that claymation-esque tone. Mm -hmm. Um, And it just felt like a very weird scene to have that. So I don't know if they actually did that or if it just looked weird because of the mask. Why wouldn't you just have you... Like he should just... the They should just have the actor film a scene sitting in the right hand side and then a scene sitting in the left hand side. Which we've seen. Everybody does that. Most of the movie was that. yeah. Honestly, I thought that looked really good. Like, yeah, there was Most times of it where was great. you thought they were truly there together. Yeah, but yeah. So the CGI was a little odd in that choice. If that's true that they chose to do that, it's like I when I first saw that article and I was like, oh okay, 
my first thought was either you're lying or you're an idiot (laughs) for choosing to do that. (laughs) Yeah. And I still kind of stand behind. I think if you chose that intentionally, it was a a poor choice because it did not look good at all. I feel like you could have done better with that. Um, Yeah, there's probably a better way to represent that view difference mm -hmm. that he would have. Um, than just having it be shitty CGI. Because there were also some shitty CGI moments that were not in that area. Like in the battle with Zod. There mm-hmm. was a few moments that were like, ooh. Yeah, yeah, there were. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. There were so, it did look like there were some moments where it was like, did they just not have time to finish? Did they yeah. choose to like put their money elsewhere? Just, like, cut losses. But then there yeah. were times where it did look legitimately good. And yeah. it was like, you know... It did look a little funky in the beginning scene with the hospital and the baby shower and all that stuff. There yeah. was some times where it looked funky, but like overall, I'd say that looked relatively good mm-hmm. uh, compared to the other stuff that they showed. Yeah. So since we brought up younger Barry a little bit more, let's get into him. And he is, in this timeline, a 2013 version mm-hmm. of the same Barry we have seen through the DC EU. Yes. So he's 10 years younger. He's, I believe he's 18 in this one. He's in college. Yes, except he doesn't have powers yet. Yes. Yeah. He is a version of Barry who does not have his powers. His mother's still alive. Mm-hmm. Basically, his life is completely different. Yeah. Um. So the basis I got out of this was... He was never going to get his powers. Yeah, because he was never going to be in the crime. He line. was never going to be in the crime. And that when that scene was happening, where he's like, "Oh, what's today? You need to be yeah there to get your powers." I'm thinking like, "Well, but like, why would he be there if he doesn't have that yeah lifestyle like that you have?" Right, right. He's not. He's not interning there, so why would right. he ever have been there today? Yeah, he. And so like, those were things that kind of were, were were circling in my head. That I feel like they were trying to make like a reveal later on, but like it just seemed too obvious that mm-hmm. like it was gonna come up like this. Yeah. Which they did eventually reveal that like, oh, he was never gonna become the Flash because he didn't have any reason to. It right. wasn't in his. He wasn't out for like justice or whatever because nothing happened to. Yeah, he his mom he... or his dad. Because <laughs> the whole reason he went to do the um, forensic stuff was because his dad. Was in prison for murdering his mother, yeah. and he was innocent. So yes. he wanted to prove that. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was like interesting that they kind of revealed that a little earlier, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like they could have just like made it very vague that we didn't know whether or not he was in school for forensic science or not. Mm-hmm. But like I thought it was really fun how they kind of played the character off of each other mm-hmm. really well. Like you know we have. Barry from modern time and then the one from 10 years ago. And it was really funny because they kind of, I feel like, use this movie to kind of jab at things that people, like, you know, people didn't like the interpretation of The Flash. Right. Being like this, like, ADHD-esque type Mm -hmm. personality. That's kind of how I took the character, at least. It was, you know, it was very, like... Impulsy and like definitely very like had them neurodivergent you know, of some sort. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spoke fast. Yeah, always had to do something. Always talking. Always need to be stimulated. Yes. Um, and I kind of felt like that was the character they were going for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was kind of interesting to see this one where now that he's older, he's kind of like, oh my god, you were so annoying. Yeah, and like you he's never seen these talking. traits that were of that character. <laughs> yeah. When he was introduced. Yeah. 
And I thought that was really clever to do that kind of a thing. <laughs> and he said something at one point and was like, I'm beginning to understand some things or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I liked how um, you kind of also within that you saw the character growth to in a way by like kind of comparing and contrasting those two characters throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. And you could kind of see where he's grown over the 10 years that like they didn't necessarily show you, but you saw that divide because of yeah. his younger version. Yeah. And there's also like less, like he doesn't have the grief or the hardship in his past. And so he's completely so he's... less inhibited even than the one that we know probably. And he's got less concept of consequence right he's just basically or like like the older barry says taking everything for nothing, granted so he yeah. has no concept of yeah that's just every- he, he, everything's for granted for him yeah but i really did enjoy the two characters interacting i think that like you know we, we referenced a little bit earlier like obviously it was you know ezra miller filming for two different versions as the flash yeah and I felt like there was moments where I truly thought they were different people and yeah. that they were, well, not different people, but, you know, literal characters on screen together. You know, it didn't feel like he was just swapping in and out for right. each character. It, it truly felt like they were having conversations. Mm-hmm. They were interacting with each other. It was a really, I think, one of the better usage of of somebody playing multiple characters. Mm-hmm. You know, their banter, their their interactions I thought were great. I have some questions about, like, gag stuff that they did that, like, I felt like they weren't consistent with. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you reference how he basically got him his powers, right? That yeah. he was never going to get. And so he brought him to the police station. He did mm-hmm. the whole thing. He got his powers. Um, I loved the whole modern time Flash losing his yeah. powers at the yeah. same time. Yeah. And then him trying to like run fast. You yeah. just see him running in a <laughs> circle, weird, looking like yeah. an idiot. Yeah. You hear the sneakers squeaking. <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing. Yeah. Um, I loved how they did the phasing in this movie. Yeah. They, they really kind of brought that into like concept. Mm-hmm. Also something I felt like there was some issues with it consistently throughout the movie though. So when we get to the point where the younger Flash is learning his powers, specifically the phasing, right? Mm-hmm. So he said, you know, like, you, oh, your clothes will not phase with you, so yeah. they fall off, Yeah. right? But, yeah. like, so we see that, and that was a fun, like, comedic bit yeah. of him basically falling naked into his neighbors yeah. under him. But, <laughs> yeah. like, when you go back to the police station situation, mm-hmm. he phased them into the door with their clothes on, no problem. That's true. So that's an inconsistency to me. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and then later on, when they go to the back cave and he goes to the sewer, mm-hmm. he faces into the sewer also with his clothes on and does not lose them. Hmm. That's a good point. So, like, there's inconsistencies in that sense. Yeah, I think I assumed that, like, modern day Barry, uh, his suit had something to do with it. Like, is able... Like, well, yeah, and that's supposed yeah. to be yeah, but the, what it but is. But the other Barry, it shouldn't... They, like basically when modern flash phases with younger flash or younger Barry pre-flash through the wall then younger Barry pre-flash should have no clothes on the other side right mm-hmm. okay exactly yeah well both of them because both he wasn't them. wearing his suit when he did the face i wonder if it's something that's supposed to, and this is deep reading too much into it i'm sure but like i wonder if it's like once you learn how to do it really well you can vibrate your clothes at the same time it might be a thing yeah. they didn't really <laughs> I don't know. They didn't specifically say they that. They didn't really outright say that. Yeah, but yeah. 
and I know it's like a nitpicky thing. I was like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But like, it was something I noticed. Right, right. Um, and I feel like there's also something else that same concept. That later I also on. feel like it took. Well, I didn't. I don't know how long it took this our modern day Barry to learn how to phase, but I feel like it was a long time. And then young Barry just suddenly gets it within a day. And we see that a lot, right? I mean, yeah. Star Wars did that with yeah. um, Ray, right? Mm-hmm. She learned all the stuff to be a Master Jedi-esque yeah. character in, like, 20 seconds. in yeah. like a very short span. Yeah. yeah. You know, we've seen other superhero characters kind of speed, learn everything. Yeah. And I, I guess that's just for them to have the convenience of being like, all right, look, he's caught up to... Yeah. To what we need him to be so yeah. we can do our story. And now we can keep going, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun doing all that stuff with that character, interacting with himself and all that. So obviously once he realizes he fucked up the timeline when he went back uh, after saving his mother, now he has to find the Justice League. Nobody seems to exist except for Batman. Yeah. So metas apparently are no non-existent. Mm-hmm. Superman doesn't exist as far as we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aquaman, the, the the was it the the male mermaid or the, the <laughs> merman or I don't the know merman. What the, well, there was some name they were calling him. Anyways, it was uh, yeah. a joke name, but yeah. doesn't exist. Cyborg does not exist. Yeah, and Wonder Woman does exist mm-hmm. as a as like an old lady. elderly uh, Vegas, Vegas show. show. <laughs> yeah, something a little different. Yeah. Lasso of Truth does not do what you think it does. Yeah. (laughs) All right. This is kind of where we get the multiverse concept uh, and, I guess, DC's explanation of what the multiverse is. Mm -hmm. So let's kind of get into the multiverse, I guess. So, and I also really, (laughs) I love how they say, oh, you might have seen a movie at some point recently (laughs) that said that time travel was linear linear and if you change something it would affect branches yeah of time yeah rather than changing the past right he's like well that's wrong yeah (laughs) yeah that's wrong (laughs) what it is is they did the explanation essentially it came out to being a bowl of spaghetti yeah new future new past not just new future yeah that was the main difference so I actually really did enjoy the concept of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought the whole analogy of using spaghetti to like visualize it for people, yeah. I thought was really clever. Yeah, it was. And then you get the funny, the, the little joke of like, oh, what's the sauce? Oh, what's, no, it was, it was what's the Parmesan for? And he's like, I think that's just Parmesan. <laughs> just, I think it's just garnish. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's like, the metaphor's over or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just garnish, yeah. Um, so the basic senses of what the the spaghetti noodle multiverse concept is is there are inevitable intersections basically meaning like there's a moment that will always happen yes whether you try to avoid it or not which mm-hmm. I guess so final destination yeah right in the in the DC universe yeah crossover yeah <laughs> turns out the the Grim Reaper was the the villain the whole time. <laughs> Yeah. It's, so it's kind of like Spider-Man always has to have somebody die, right? It's, it's yeah, that concept. It's the, what and do they call them? How Nexus appropriate events? that we got this movie right after yeah. Across the Spider-Verse did this whole thing about yeah. the same concept, really, yeah. if you think about it. Yeah. They didn't call them that in Spider-Man, but in like the Marvel movies, don't they call them Nexus events? Or that's just where the branch is created? Never mind. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure if Nexus events are directly 
implied to be these kind of things. Okay. Or just... It's just where the branch is created. It's yeah. not necessarily that it's a core requirement. Okay, yeah, we're good. Never mind. I was just But kidding. they will always have something like this happen to them. Yes. But everything else can drastically change mm-hmm. elsewhere. And that's what becomes the spaghetti concept of like you change something and it then affects everything to change all around aside from those points that could cross over in the spaghetti. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really clever that they did a different thing than the Marvel did. But I have to wonder, did they do it intentionally different just because they didn't want to be the same? Or is it because they actually are following what they did with how it works in the comics? That's a good question. I don't follow the comics enough to know the answer. To I, that. I don't. I, I mean, I've seen plenty of stuff where they like do this kind of, you know, affect time and shit or time travel. But like, it always has its <laughs> yeah fixes at the end, or it just doesn't have any impact. Right. So, again. Flashpoint paradox is basically what this movie is. Yeah, and we've seen some a lot of parallels with yeah that, but like different characters were used in this movie. So we'll get yeah. to that a little bit more, I guess, when we get to that point. But um, so yeah, that's the concept of the multiverse uh, for the DC movie. So I thought that was really interesting. Uh, so yeah, that I guess that explains why we have Michael Keaton mm-hmm. as our Batman and not Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. So here's my question for you, I guess. Is this the Michael Keaton Batman from the 1989 movie? Or is this just a, I guess, you, would you call a variant of that version of Batman? I'm thinking, is he the literal same exact person from that movie? I think he's a variant because this universe is where younger Barry is from. And so... The implication, if he was, if we're supposed to believe he's the same one, the implication would be that the non-existence of Flash in this universe created a Gotham City that was safer, somehow, because he said they don't need me anymore. They're like, mm. Gotham's the safest city, whatever, whatever. And so, I don't know. To me, it seems like he might he, be a variant. I mean, well, okay. Well, just off of like, I think the implication is that he's the exact same one, and I okay. think that's you know that's not like implied. I think. A lot of people interpret him as the exact one. Yeah. I would like to think of him as, like you just said, a variant of that mm-hmm. Batman. Not the one that we saw in 1989. Because, one, you can then still use him for the future. Mm-hmm. Based off what happens to him in this one, you wouldn't be able to really. Right. Um, but two, because I feel like it gets a little confusing because there are other cameos of people who play Batman... Mm-hmm. That are technically also him mm-hmm. in those movies. Yeah. Because they were all different actors, but technically they were all the same Batman in that franchise of the movies. Right. So, like, you know, I'll say it now. We had George Clooney at some point in this, right? Yeah. And we'll talk about that later when it happens. But technically he's also the Michael Keaton Batman. Right. In that timeline. So, like, it doesn't really make sense because they, they acknowledge that he's not the same Batman. Right. So, for me, this makes more sense that he's not the one that's from the 1989 movie by that logic. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, also, so, like, metas don't exist, right? Right. In this one. Mm-hmm. So, like, that means metas didn't exist in that one. Mm-hmm. But, like, Mr. Freeze existed and he would be a meta, right? He just had the, like, freeze gun, though, right? 
Technically, he's a meta, but like you could have a Mister Freeze. Well, he was a frozen person. That's why he like had the suit to like keep him. Yeah, but you can alive. also you can also have a Mister Freeze that just uses a, a freeze gun, a freeze ray. So it could be okay. You're okay. right. You might you don't have to have him be a meta. Is all I was trying to say. Yeah, he Sorry. doesn't have to be. But okay. what I'm saying is, he technically he was one. Yeah. Based off how they did his character. Yeah. So, to me, that means that he does exist as a meta, which then means that metas did exist in this one. But I guess it wouldn't matter if they time they changed all the shit anyway. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Yeah. What I'm trying to get at, I guess, is people wanted to see a Batman Beyond with him used as an older uh, Bruce Wayne who mentors the new Batman mm-hmm. in that whole story. Yeah. And he essentially dies in this universe, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of this movie. So, yeah. By that logic, he couldn't really exist because mm-hmm. they reset everything. Yeah. But you could theoretically make this be a variant and then that version of him still does exist and then he's still around to make that movie. So it's in our best interest if he's a variant. If WB is smart, yes. Yeah. If DC, whoever is in charge, is smart, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess it would be James Gunn yeah. at this point. <laughs> I was like, should you tweet him? Or? Yeah, should. <laughs> hey, I got him to like one of my comments. Nice. For uh, Guardians 3, so you know. Yeah, so you're and moving up a little bit. Maybe I can get get something else for uh, a Marvel or a DC thing. Maybe. Plenty of options, right? Yeah. So yeah, I think I was really hesitant to see uh, Michael Keaton's Batman, but I think whether he's a variant or not, I think they did a good job with the character. Heavy on the nostalgia, obviously. Mm-hmm. On Batman, you know, yeah. all that crap. I mean, <laughs> they gave him all of his vehicles that we are all yeah. used to seeing. The Batcave. Everything was all there for everybody to be in awe over that character yeah. returning. After he got, like, the dude treatment. Like, basically he was very, like, Big Lebowski when they first find him. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he did look that way. And I guess because he lost his way because there was no crime after. Right. He was uh, like, oh, I'm just going to hang out and make spaghetti, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Wear flip flops. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> no, and I was actually kind of surprised. I'm curious if he actually did uh, some of these stunt scenes himself. I, I'm not all of them, obviously, but like, I am curious if some of them he actually was in the suit, like moving around and shit. Yeah. But overall, like, he, they did a really good job at like making him look like he was still a threat mm-hmm. at his older age. Mm hmm. I like how they showed him still able to get shot and all that stuff and mm-hmm. have to like close up wounds and all that. So he definitely got more screen time than I expected. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to more be like, uh, hey, we need a suit. And then he's like out. But yeah. he was yeah. actually there for the battle yeah. uh, multiple times. Yeah. Kicked up, a, kicked a bunch of Russia's asses. Yep. Tried to intimidate uh, a scientist at one point. Yeah. <laughs> he just like, like fucking yeah. flinching at him. <laughs> like... <laughs> The scientist is doing nothing. He does absolutely He's like, no he reaction. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. That was pretty funny. I yeah. like that moment. Yeah. Um, and then he, of course, helped Barry when he lost his powers. He helped him electrocute himself with chemicals. Yeah. He was like, that sounds like a he good time. He wouldn't have done that for a baby. Yeah. But, <laughs> but Barry. Yeah. And I thought that was a fun parallel to the animated because that's exactly how it happened in the Flashpoint Paradox. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thomas Wayne in the yeah. animated. Yes. Helped him get his powers back. Yeah. Obviously, it failed here, but we had the twist of, uh, let's introduce her now, I guess. We had Supergirl in this movie, uh, played by Sasha Cali. 
I am not familiar with her from anything. I'm not either. I feel like she's in like a teen show. Okay. I feel like I remember hearing her name for something that we don't watch when they announced her casting. Yeah. I do remember her, her casting announcement and people were like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah, she's not blonde. She looks nothing like Supergirl. Yeah. Um, and I know it was a big <laughs> cry of like, what the fuck? But also that was probably the implication that it was the, the Snyderverse, right? And because we had the tease from Man of Steel that she shows up on Earth in that movie. Mm-hmm. She's She was in The Young and the Restless from 2018 to 2021. So during the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> Half of her career was, I guess she probably would have gotten a lot of attention then because a lot of people probably were watching it for those last two years. You know, I feel like she could play um, What's Her Toes uh, from the Letty's, Letty from Fast and the Furious. She could play her daughter. I don't know names. The only, like uh, Vin Diesel's. I know Dom. That's uh, it. His girlfriend. There's Dom and then there's family. Is. I don't know any other characters. <laughs> His wife or girlfriend or whatever the fuck she is in that. I mean, he's got a lot of them. The main... Are you kidding me? His main bitch. <laughs> Every movie he has a different main That's bitch. Not I true. swear to God that he does. That is not true. No. The one he has a son with at the end. Whatever. It doesn't matter. This is pointless. He ha- I feel like you haven't even seen all of the Fast <laughs> Furious movies, first off. Do you need me to pull out Michelle my Blu-ray? Rodriguez? Is that Do you need name? me to pull out my Blu-ray collection wheel? My tire that has all the movies. Michelle in it? Rodriguez. Okay, yeah. Well, I know you're talking about her. Then. Yeah, but yeah, but like, no, he doesn't have a kid with her. At the the last movie, <laughs> he like found out he had a kid with somebody else. Okay, so this is the Flash podcast. For, okay, yeah, by the we way. should move on. So. Yeah. <laughs> We could talk about that. I, I haven't seen. You're Fast the one 10. that got all like. I have not even that. seen Fast Ten yet. So when we see that, we will. I'll gladly talk about Dom's family with you. <laughs> okay. I just couldn't think of what else she's in, but she's in a lot of things. So okay. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Let's okay. Go back to sure. I yeah. Sasha Kelly. Yeah, she could be in a Fast and Furious movie. Got it. <laughs> all right. That's not what I was going for. I, okay. Anyway, back to Sasha Kelly. Let's do this. All right. Yeah, there was a her, lot of... Her whole introduction is essentially also, you know, going back to Flashpoint. Like, yep. Essentially, she replaced Superman, mm-hmm. which I thought was an interesting change to this movie because mm-hmm. it was like, in that story, it was Superman, but it was a weak version of him who never got to live and grow to, like, have his powers. You know, he was instantly taken... And put in a like security prison mm-hmm. and tested on for years. Yeah. Um. And this, we get that story, but it's it's Supergirl instead of mm-hmm. Superman. And I thought that was actually kind of clever because then it was like a way to give us a different character. It also it also explains why you don't have Henry Cavill. I guess they could have just changed the face, anyways, because it's a multiverse thing. But they could have used anybody else mm-hmm. and still explained it that way. But also, it kind of gives us that, like, you know, fan service of, like, people who never got to see Supergirl after the tease of her introduction from Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. So, we, in a way, get to see that in this yes. movie. You get to see what she would have been like. Mm-hmm. And so, I thought it was a really interesting twist to have her be the character instead of Superman. Yeah. Which, I guess, in a way, I was right. There was a baby that died yeah, you're right. Because they did there reveal was. that. But that the infant did not survive. The infant did not survive. Yeah. The infant was Superman. And I'm going to 
take it a step further and think that she was a teen mom. Yeah. Because she got a little too upset to hear that the, the infant did not survive. <laughs> it was her cousin. Was it? Or <laughs> okay. is that just the story? Is that the cover story? Is that just the story everyone's giving them? Yes, it's true. Or she lost her memory. Maybe. You know, if she was from a soap opera show, like, yeah. she's used to losing her memory. That's true. Days of our... Krypton. Krypton. <laughs> As Krypton explodes. It's a little morbid. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, I actually really did enjoy her uh, version of Supergirl, to be honest. Um, yeah. I didn't really know what to expect from it. I thought that she did a really good job. I think I guess she's actually a really big fan of the character. Mm. I, I haven't seen myself, but I guess there's like supposedly footage of her being told that she got the job mm-hmm. for the character. Yeah. And she like fell out of her seat or something. Oh, wow. Out of excitement. Yeah. So I'll have to look for that. Yeah, I know there was a about. lot of, uh, like, people were initially skeptical or wondering why she was cast. But, like, just because she doesn't match the comics, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean, it doesn't make sense for her to be Supergirl. Because, like, the whole concept of if Superman has is a brunette, then if they're cousins, yes, she could be blonde, but she could also have fucking brown hair. I don't see the problem with that person. Well, I mean, I, I don't <laughs> think it's, I think it's just... You know, people want that the, the nostalgia. nostalgia set in your ways of like, well, Supergirl is blonde hair, blue eyes. Like, yeah. why why would she not be? Like, yeah. that's the character. Yeah. And like, I think it's like something like that that sometimes can get in people's way of seeing the vision of like other interpretations versions of characters. You know, and like we see that all the time. And then by True. the time you actually see the character on screen, most people are like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Yeah. It worked out, right? Yeah, and that's true. I feel like that's kind of what we got with this character. Yeah. Cuz I obviously she wasn't a, like she was the role of the Superman in that Flashpoint storyline, but mm-hmm. like she wasn't a huge role in this movie um other than to get Barry his powers back, right? And then also as inspiration, essentially the reason that younger Barry starts obsessing over going back and repeating because she gets killed in the Zod battle. So she's kind of like an inspiration for I guess his... you could say she's also some kind of fuel for his obsession yeah. to fix yeah. mistakes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, especially since he didn't have the mother loss that right. would be that so she would be empty his... spot for him. Yeah. So this, I guess, would be his version. His first um, loss of someone he knows, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And I thought it was really clever how they did interpret... She goes and sees Zod, whatever, coming down to Earth and all that stuff mm-hmm. with the ship. That's, I think, I think that whole scene is pulled from Man of Steel when mm-hmm. when he's uh, surrendering to Zod yeah. to save the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be that whole it, th- yeah, moment. Like but, it. like, obviously, he doesn't that's show not up. what happens, yeah. Because he doesn't exist. And right. then so they start shooting up everybody yeah. from the military. But I like the whole idea of... When Barry saved her from the Russian prison, mm-hmm. he says, I got you. Mm-hmm. And then when she comes back to decide to help them mm-hmm. and she flies him up to the sky to, to get his powers back, she tells him, I got you. I yeah. thought it was like a nice circle yeah. of, of kind of inspiration between the two characters. Yeah. You know, it was really. Uh... One, one creates the other. And then it kind of like. Yeah. 
I feel like it was there was a parallel there between in, like in uh, the animated Flashpoint where when they first rescue Superman, they say something like he says something something friend, and then later he says something something friend back to him when he yeah saves it, him. it's yeah you're yeah. right it is kind of that yeah. kind of yeah. same thing yeah. too yeah not in a bad way yeah it's yeah just, yeah kind <laughs> I just of noticed to it. show that like. They were on the same side, even yes. though, like, humanity looked like it was treating her Trash. like shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we kind of brought up Zod. So, like, Zod, they f- they definitely made Zod out to be, in the trailers, the main villain of this. Mm-hmm. And I guess, in a way, he is a villain because he is here because of the multiverse change. Mm-hmm. And he's going to directly affect the Earth. Yeah. But I think it was pretty clear from the trailer that he was going to be a false villain as yeah. far as the the plot of the movie yeah um like and he, sure enough it he was not the main villain he was just kind of like a i guess a set piece of a hurdle i guess mm-hmm. if you will to get to the main villain yeah but i think this was like probably some of the best action we've seen in the dc movies to be honest you know we, yeah it's definitely the most playful it's clearly a sandbox right yeah. i mean if you think about it they're yeah, in the desert. They're literally in a sandbox, yeah. <laughs> uh, we have two Flashes. We have a Supergirl, uh, Batman, mm-hmm. you know, all from different mm-hmm. concepts of the DC universes, mm-hmm. all fighting against Zod and his army on Earth. And I thought it was, like, a lot of fun to see the different ways that they went around killing fucking, or not killing, I guess, disarming yeah. Kryptonian soldiers and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I loved the scene where, uh, when Supergirl, when they, when they show up and she just fucking punches that missile. Yeah. One arm just punches through the missile. Yeah. And just keeps going. I thought that looked so badass. Yeah. Michael Keaton's Batman dying a few times and then, you know, kind of you were saying like young Flash couldn't let those things happen so he kept trying to reverse time to yeah. fix them mm-hmm. you know and it's kind of like an idea of like a video game right like yeah where you reload your save <laughs> <laughs> reload your save or if it has a mechanic of rewinding time right yeah you know like forza does that yeah the horizon games or you can uh if you spin out of you control on the track you can rewind it. like a little bit and oh, then okay. try and fix your mistake oh live in the game that would be a really interesting game mechanic to like make it so that if you reload your save one thing's gonna be different about it every time yeah they should just make a flash game and it's always different whenever you <laughs> yeah like you can something. reload your save but like there's yeah. gonna be one thing that's different yeah you don't know what <laughs> yeah you know you no longer get health you just get like <laughs> bananas but yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they don't even heal you they just <laughs> They just make sure you don't get cramps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so your character doesn't have to stop and be like, ah, Charlie horse, Charlie horse. Fuck. <laughs> Completely avoid that. It's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. What a game that would be. It's, it's also called, what the fuck is this simulator? Yeah. Um, so yeah, Michael Shannon returned as Zod. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wasn't like a huge impact on the story. He was really just there. He fought Supergirl a lot. Mm-hmm. He's the one who gave the line, the infant did not survive. Yeah. Um, implying that Superman died as a baby. Because mm-hmm. uh, they were trying to siphon something the, out of him. The reveal that in this timeline, 
uh, she's the one that had the DNA to recreate Krypton, mm-hmm. whereas in Man of Steel it was Clark. Yes. You know, Kal-El. Uh, so that was kind of an interesting twist on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to see her fighting him a bit. So really, I mean, I guess this is kind of brings us to like, I guess the the last secret character mm-hmm. of this movie, yeah. uh, Dark Flash, which essentially I feel like is just Reverse Flash, just with like a with, like a, with a Marvel or not Marvel uh, with a, a DC Snyderverse spin to it. Yeah. You know, like yeah, a darker you know, alternate version yeah. of a character rather than just being like a completely different character. Yeah. Um, Which leaves us the opportunity for them to use Eobard Thawn in anything yeah, new. Yeah, so I want to talk to you about this whole idea. Okay, okay. so I want to make sure I understand what happened because I thought I did, but then everybody in the world seems to be thinking differently than I did. Okay. So I was under the impression, so what we understood was, or at least what was revealed to me mm-hmm. in my head was Dark Flash is young flash post centuries old or however, however fucking long yeah, yeah. he's been trying to reverse the time mm-hmm. because as we see young flash every time he makes a mistake and he like gets supergirl killed like you were saying mm-hmm. or or batman killed or whatever mm-hmm. he keeps trying to reverse time like mm-hmm. barry did in the beginning of the movie yeah to then fix that moment so he could they could win this battle yeah and he keeps getting himself fucked up he's getting like these spikes in him shards of fucking vehicles yeah. Lunge into his Alien arms. Alien shrapnel. Yeah. yeah. So he's, he starts using that as a weapon. Yeah. Um, he's taking on Kryptonians, getting killed. Or not, he's not getting killed, but he, you know, he's... Yeah. He's getting other people killed and he keeps reversing. Yeah. Um, so I guess you could call him Reverse Flash in that sense. Yeah, I guess. So the reveal is basically he got so obsessed with fixing this moment that he eventually became Dark Flash, which is the... The entity that kicked Barry into 2013 to mm-hmm. then meet young Barry. Yeah. Who would never have got his powers. Yes. So essentially, our Barry created Dark Flash through a Barry who would never have gotten his powers. Right. And because he got his powers, he then wanted to use them to save... Everyone. Everyone from this world imploding. Yes. From the multiverse. Yes. Um, so it's kind of this time paradox concept, but the part that gets me a little confused is, so when young Barry sacrifices himself to save, I'm calling him R. Barry, mm-hmm. it'll, it essentially kills Dark Flash because he's the same exact the same version yeah. of him. Mm-hmm. So what's confusing to me is, okay, so that, that basically stops the cycle yes but that has to imply that this is something that has never happened and this is the end result right because otherwise the time paradox would then not exist because it has now ended so how did that time paradox happen if it's already ended well i think that the implication because of the spaghetti multiverse analogy is that that loop is consistently happening in multiple different universes like it just keeps okay. happening because dark flash said you are the inevitable intersection yes is implying that our barry turning him into uh the flash was the inevitable intersection right or was it that he saving his mom yes 
causing all of this was the intersection. Yeah, I think that's what it was. So he's saying it's always going to happen? He said he was referencing specifically Arbery going back and not preventing his his mom from dying to fix it. Uh That was what I thought he was talking about at the end being the inevitable thing. And so that's why whenever he was... That's why he got kicked out, basically. Right? Well, he kicked him out so that he would create him. Yes. Right. But then also... Yeah, okay. And another part that's kind of bothering me as we're talking about this is technically they are all the same Barry. Yes. On the same timeline. So by that logic, if the young one were then to affect the future one of Dark Barry, or... <laughs> dark, dark Flash. Dark. <laughs> What's that cereal? Barry. I don't. The the like the like the monsters. Uh. uh shit. Cereals. There's like yeah. the Barry Boo-berry? one. Booberry. <laughs> we'll call her Booberry. So. <laughs> so. Okay. <laughs> if the young Barry becoming obsessed and becomes the Dark Flash, Booberry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If him dying then affects that one to die, mm-hmm. then technically wouldn't our Flash, the one who created him, also die? So I, because he's the same Flash. I don't think he is the same Flash. I think that proves that he's on a different spaghetti strand. Okay, so <laughs> it's not that the young Barry is the exact one of him from his timeline. It's right. just he's conveniently a younger version of him yes. from a different timeline. Yes, because as soon as he went back to when he was a kid and made sure his mom didn't die, that split it. And so then there was another timeline in which Young Barry was created. Well, it didn't split it. Well, not split, it, but it, inter- it shifted, it intersected. Which then it. crossed another yes. timeline. It yes. didn't mean, yeah, it, mm-hmm. it created yeah. an intersection. You get that Marvel shit out of here. Okay, <laughs> created an intersection where there was a different past and a different future. And so... The new strand crossing the old strand, which is Arberry's strand, the new one is now Youngberry's strand. So he's mm. a very similar person, but not the same because it's a different, technically a different timeline. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's why. So his obsession is he has to save the world because his parents are on it. Yes. So they're not dead, but he doesn't want to like he doesn't want them to die. Yes. So he's trying to stop it so they don't die. Yeah. So. He's still alive in the time uh, force or the speed force mm-hmm. as Dark Flash mm-hmm. or Booberry, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really liking this Booberry, to be honest. Okay, moving, keep it, keep it going. Okay, it just, it just the whole time paradox thing is like kind of like throwing me because it's yeah. like their implication is that he he severed the paradox. But it's also implying that him doing this is what has to happen. So, mm-hmm. like, I guess what I'm trying to figure out is, is him fucking up the multiverse a part of his destiny storyline? Or is it something that he did a one-off thing that he's never done before? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm guessing it's a one-off thing. I don't know. Because you would think that, like, him doing this is just, like, a part of his rotation of his timeline. He always does this right. and has to fix it. Yeah. But like, it's also kind of implying that this was a one-off thing that he's never done this before. Right. And it's caused other damage. Yeah. And so he has to fix that now. So he, our Flash goes and goes back and stops his mom from dying, creates a new young Flash whose mom didn't die. 
And then on his way back to his present, Dark Flash kicks him out of the Speed Force to meet Young Flash. Mm-hmm. To create, so create him. Basically to create his own origin. But how, yeah, so but how does Dark Flash do that if it's not a loop? Exactly. Yes. That's what I'm trying to you get know, at. I, how does I'm he just, kick him out if he doesn't exist anymore because Barry essentially killed him? Yeah. Um, I know how. Because he was hiding in the Speed Force and that's outside of time, right? But he was in the Speed Force when he died. Yeah, that's true. Uh, from okay. Young Scratch Barry. That. I'm sorry. I'm not trying no, to no, ruin you're right. it for you. You're right. I'm just. It's I'm not trying, making sense I'm for trying me. to figure out how to make sense of it, and it's not working. So I don't know. Yeah, there's definitely some confusion, I think, with mm-hmm. their timeline stuff. Or time, like, yeah. cir- okay. circular or not. <laughs> so I, I guess we should do a deep dive on that. like, and Just time out. travel in general? <laughs> no, I just mean, like, like, find out what other people are thinking about it, basically. After yeah. This. I mean, I've tried to. I, I went onto a Discord group that I'm in, and I brought up the whole idea. Yeah. And, like, people were just, like, didn't even respond. I'm like, oh, I guess I'll just go fuck myself. It's <laughs> kind of what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> also, just kind of, like, within this topic of that whole, his role in all of this, the Dark Flash character. Mm-hmm. I was under the impression, and maybe this is because I was basing it off of Flashpoint paradox Mm -hmm. was he not the one that murdered his mom no because that's the impression i got when we saw i saw it twice the first time we saw it yeah that was the impression i got was that dark flash murdered her to then cause him to need to fix this and then go back in time which then allows him to kick him into the thing to create him himself that's a part of the paradox in my head is he murdered her for this all to to to, to ra- unravel and happen which kind of ties into like that you were bringing up reverse flash yeah and his role yeah because like and, that's that's the reverse flash and the, story. The, the flash uh tv show that's you know yeah. he, I, I think that's in the comics he, yeah he goes back in time to kill barry's mom to create him as yeah. a flash so that yeah. he could use his powers to get back to his timeline right. yeah feel like that in my head that's what they were going for but then I've been looking at the senses of everybody else's opinion. There's all these articles that are like, oh, oh who killed <laughs> Barry's mom? It was never revealed. And like yeah. people are like, I, I just, I feel like I'm the only person yelling into the clouds. <laughs> Wasn't it the Dark Flash? I didn't get It that. was Boo Barry. <laughs> <laughs> it was I Boo Barry the I, whole time. I didn't get Boo Barry vibes. I thought it was a completely separate party. Okay. I mean, I guess it has to be because they, I saw it the second time and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to be laughing so hard when all these people are so <laughs> dumb they didn't catch this. And then I was like, wait a minute. The dialogue's changed. Did it change? He straight up said, I, Booberry, <laughs> murdered that mom. That mom. <laughs> he said that. Yeah. Exact quote. Yeah, I don't think And that... then the multiverse happened, and it changed everything, obviously. Yeah. You know, Michael Keaton, Dark Flash's dialogue. Yeah. And... I don't think that Dark Flash... So, like, now I'm like, I guess there is no reveal who killed his mom, but, like... So, given that we know Dark Flash is young Barry after ages of trying to... <laughs> Old young Barry. Yeah. <laughs> Older young Barry. <laughs> I don't think it matches his character to have done that because he wouldn't want to kill his mom. Even if it's not technically his, he still wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, I know. And that's where it kind of gets weird because it's like, 
but he's also willing to do what he has to do to like save his universe, right? Isn't that the whole idea? He's he's literally called Dark Flash, right? Yeah. It's like which they never really established what's up with his energy. He's like got like a purple uh, electricity now. He's like got this weird crusty suit. Crusty. Is he like is he burnt? Like what's is I he got, just burnt from all of the like excessive I thought his suit attempts? Was, I thought his suit was just like made of shrapnel that he'd been, been stabbed into. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, I got that vibe too. I guess because his suit that he technically was wearing was the um, bat suit that he the converted customized, bat suit. Yeah, which we didn't really talk about. Sorry, but mm. I did really enjoy how they uh, they showed him making his version of the flash suit with the yeah. bat suit. Yeah, and then he just he's cutting off the, off the ears. The, the ears. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I. I don't know. I didn't think that he was the one that did it, and I don't think it matches his character. Because they did say that, like, his the bat suit didn't didn't withhold friction, like yes. like the flash it didn't suit dissipate did. energy or whatever. So yeah. I guess it makes more sense that like his constant trying was like basically like Cinching melting it. the suit, maybe. Oh or, yeah, that's true. Or fucking it up. But like you said, like all the scrap metal and stuff was like also like melding into m- it, <laughs> melting on them and stuff. So like yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's some kind of like issue with their their plot of how this went down, but yeah. like it, yeah. d- it probably doesn't matter at this point. Yeah. Um, and that kind of what brings me into where we are now, right? So Dark Flash dies because Young Barry protects him or protects the Barry we know from mm-hmm. Dark Flash, and then ends up killing himself because it's yeah. the same guy. Yeah. Barry decides he has to go back and fix everything. He takes the tomato. He takes the cans of tomatoes outside of the cart that he had put him in to save mm-hmm. his mom. Yeah. From, or, you know, from his dad having to go to the store and all that crap. Yeah. Uh, but who's to say all it would have done is then had both his parents die? Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't necessarily have stopped whoever came to the house and murdered her to do, to show up. It just meant that the dad wouldn't have been there. Well, I think what they said was they thought it was empty. And so if the car is there, then maybe they didn't wouldn't think it was empty. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's the logic. Yeah. Assuming they have a car. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> but after he makes... The, he has this epiphany about how he can't change things and he needs to let it go. He mm-hmm. still fucking makes a change. Yeah. So that's the part <laughs> that, that kind of threw me off with like... It's like this... Everything's been extremely believable. Yeah. Until now. Yeah. Because if you really <laughs> made that kind of emotional breakthrough... Yeah. Would you risk it? Well, okay. That's the thing that makes those... It's like... He had this character growth, right? Mm-hmm. Of like realizing that he can't change the past because yeah. it's going to affect it's everything. It's going to ruin everything. And yeah. like, that's why he's like, sometimes there's no solution, right? Yeah. He says that to young Barry and he's like, yeah. you know, and he goes to fix it. He takes the tomatoes away yeah. so that his mom does end up dying. You know, yeah. they had that really heartfelt scene, which I thought was a little weird. It was a little weird. Like, yeah. what, what woman is going to be like... Oh, who's this random stranger? Let me give him a Let hug. Let me like and... give you a hug and like get like really like really emotional with you. Yeah, like it just was like this would never happen. Nobody yeah. would do this. Yeah, that was a little unbelievable. But yeah, in the end, right? And then he goes and he puts the tomatoes back and he goes, "Oh, aha! I can swap the tomatoes to the top shelf." So my dad has to. So look my dad up. has to look up. Yeah, but like, didn't you literally just learn this lesson? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like how? How? What's his excuse? Does he think... I'm assuming the idea is that he didn't have a... I think it, 
didn't have a direct impact. It wasn't supposed to be a direct impact in his head. So, like, he didn't change. Well, see, that's the thing. Is like, in my head, I'm like, he well, technically but, but you did, did change, change events like, because you're showing his face. I think what he's saying is, like, all he did was move the tomatoes. He didn't actually, like, make his dad have to go somewhere else to get right. tomatoes yeah. or whatever. So, like, in his head, nothing really changed other than his dad just looked up yeah. when he got him. But right. him looking up changes the entire outcome of yes. the case. It was weird it, for him to suddenly... like. To, it was reverting him back to yeah. like before he... Had a like growth. Had an aha <laughs> moment. Yeah. yeah. Unless that's supposed to be like the whole like him reversing everything. Maybe also reverse, reversed his knowledge? I don't know. Nah. That could be it, right? No, because he was telling all yeah. of that stuff about what happened. Yeah. So I thought that was really weird. Yeah. Seemed like an obvious, of course you couldn't do that. Yeah. Uh, but so his dad gets out on the new footage of his dad yep. uh, having an alibi. Had their funny joke about him explaining what happened. Oh, spaghetti, multiverse. Yeah. Tomato can or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. And then we get our big twist reveal at the end, which we already kind of talked about. Um, so we get him talking to Bruce, thinking that it's going to be Ben Affleck's version. Yeah. He shows up. In a car after all on the phone with him and it's George Clooney. Yeah. So, you know, like I was saying, like technically George Clooney's Batman is the same timeline Batman as Michael Keaton. Mm -hmm. They are different actors, but they are the same person. They aren't variants. The same character, technically. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's a little confusing as far as how he sees him as a different person than the Michael Keaton one. Yeah, that's true. I think that one of my favorite things that happen that happens is that whenever he's like you're not batman <laughs> he's like what's wrong with you <laughs> which is like the way that he says it yeah <laughs> like, well because he's like saying it out loud, out loud in, in public, public. Yeah. amongst a bunch of paparazzi yeah what's wrong with you yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i also felt like it kind of did sound like ben affleck would say it that way as well so i thought it was kind of appropriate mm. yeah 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 so okay i so this brings up a a discussion for me does this mean that he is now in a new multiverse world that the dcu that james gunn is going to take over now has george clooney as batman or is this just setting him off in an isolated universe that we now will no longer follow and we will get a new set of characters to come follow you know including a new flash yeah i think that by including george clooney at the very end it's like really solidifying like oh this isn't real like this not this is just for fun and we're not like why not we're not continuing with ezra miller as that's kind of how i took it but i could see them using ezra miller Mm -hmm. going forward because we did see gal gadot again Mm -hmm. and so i don't know if that's implication that they are going to continue with her character my well see i kind of thought like having all these people in this was just kind of like a last hurrah that okay but you know by that logic though why the fuck didn't we have henry cavill was it <laughs> yeah. was it politics was Probably. it was it uh bitterness like was it we didn't want to pay him was it he wanted too much you know like yeah if this truly is the last hurrah and it doesn't matter then why would you, you take could that have, away? You could yeah. have had him because yeah. it, it, literally the story was focused around his Man of Steel movie. Right, yeah. You showed him fighting a volcano or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely 
in like a like a news thing with like fighting a volcano. They yeah. didn't show him per se, was, but like, like a silhouette it was that was obviously supposed to him. Be him yeah. yeah. So I guess that's the only thing that kind of like why wouldn't we have had him? Yeah. There's the end credit scene, which we can get into now, which is kind of the same concept. Mm-hmm. It's him talking to Aquaman. Telling him, oh, there was multiple Bruces. They were all like, they were all Batman, but they were different people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a drunk Arthur yeah. doing his thing. My interpretation of that is not that he is going to be in the new DCU with him. What it's telling me is kind of like what you're saying. They're setting, they're just, they're signifying that these two guys are still the same mm-hmm. in this world. Yeah. Even though it's changed. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is different. Yeah. But I think that last scene with them talking was just to let us know that Aquaman 2, when that comes out, will be set in this new timeline mm, okay. for what Flash just did. Oh, right. And I think that's only to just correct uh, the release schedule of the movies because mm-hmm. Aquaman 2 was supposed to come out before The Flash. And now it's coming out after. And I think that's just their way of fixing that mm-hmm. by saying, oh, seeing this how he he's still there with Arthur. Mm-hmm. And so when you see Aquaman 2, just know it takes place after The Flash. Yeah. And so it doesn't have to make sense. Yeah. It's just... Get over it. That's, yeah. that's what I'm getting out of it, right? <laughs> yeah. But also, ironically, what's funny about that, if that's true, is Amber Heard, right? Mm-hmm. That's the whole controversy about her coming back and being in the movie. How much is she in the movie and all that stuff? You literally could have changed her actress yeah. blatantly. Yeah. Not even reference why she's different. And, and everyone matter. would have got it. Yeah. And everyone would have understood yeah. based off what you did with this movie. Yeah, it's true. Um, also, it doesn't mean anything about him being Aquaman in the future because he could also come back. There's, I don't know if you heard the the rumors that, there's the rumors that Jason Momoa is going to play uh, Lobo. Oh, yeah. For the DCU. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if it's true, but there's those rumors. Anyways, I think, I, my sense is, is they just kind of like, they put Ezra Miller's Flash in this new multiverse that is going to be isolated. And that's just like kind of like the bow tie ending to the Snyder versus, oh, this is where they all are now. Mm-hmm. And we are going to move on from them. But I think it also could be positioned that, that Ezra Miller could come back if they do well enough with this movie. Yeah. We'll see. But um, that's the senses I got from it. Yeah, that makes um, sense. Uh, let's see. Before we get into our final report, I guess the only thing we haven't really talked about much is uh, two things, I guess. Iris... Mm, which we barely saw in this movie, uh, played by Kiersey Clemens. She was like early on in the movie, and that was about it. Had some comedy moments with Flash cleaning up his apartment before Mm -hmm. she came in, and then everything falling out of the closet or whatever. That was pretty funny. But So he knows her from college. As far as we know, that's all he knows her from. Mm -hmm. He has a huge crush on her. She doesn't seem to know much about him other than... She knows his dad's situation. Yeah, and so she basically was trying to just get a quote from him yeah. by playing it off like she cared about him. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest with all like the the hype of her being in this movie. I feel like one we didn't get much of it, and I'm sure that's just a lot of like rewrites and stuff. Mm-hmm. Two, I felt like there was not very good chemistry no, between it was them. Total it did garbage. not feel like there was. They were awkward. Yeah. yeah, like it didn't feel like they worked at all. Yeah, I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> going forward, but yeah. it was just kind of like lackluster. Oh, one thing I wanted to point out was, did you notice that the um, 
the coffee shop that they are in when they it's see... It's the same one from the show. It's the same one from the TV show. Yeah. At least it looks exactly Central Perk. the same. Yeah, it looks exactly the same. Central Perk? That's... Is that wrong? That's in Friends. What's it called? It's called... Isn't Central things. Perk the, yeah, the, no, the coffee I got, shop I got in it wrong. Friends? It says... It's some, something similar. And it's the multiverse. Maybe it crossed over. <laughs> yeah, I fucked that up. <laughs> I don't know what it was called. It was like Jibbers or something? Jitters. Jitters. <laughs> Jitters. Yeah. Okay. Jitters. Yeah. It definitely looks like the same place. Yeah, it, it looks exactly the same. So unless they just use the same set and are pretending mm. it's different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, I just took that as like a nod to the show or something. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was odd that when we had all of these different versions mm-hmm. of characters. Yeah. Which ironically, now that I noticed, like they were all like Superman characters. Yeah. Not like even yeah. Flash characters. Right. There was one Flash character. Yeah, there was a, there was a couple, but they were like not... Mm. The big focus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was odd that we didn't get uh, the TV show's Flash. Yeah. Especially Very when nasty. in that show we got Ezra cameo. Miller mm-hmm. cameo yeah. on a big uh, universe collision thing. Yeah. And that whole was all fan service, right? There yeah. was like absolutely zero reason they needed to show all of those different variant right. DC characters. They didn't really have any impact yeah, on the story. Yeah, not necessary, yeah. All right, um... Was that it? What was my last thing? I think that was it. Yeah, I think that was it. All right, final report time. Okay, first up, the anus. (laughs) What, uh, this is what was really shitty or we hated or was like weak or dumb, you know? Mm -hmm. Not not good, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Least liked. Least liked, yeah. Um, For me, some of the CGI just looked really awful and that was my least favorite part. Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, it literally looked shit. It literally looked like your shit. Yeah, yeah. Air I'm gonna take I'm gonna take them for the word that that was what it was supposed to be like, but it did not look good, and yeah. I don't know why you wanted it to look. Bad. If it was on purpose, that's almost honestly worse. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's kind of what I'm feeling. Is it? That's yeah. worse than just saying yeah. that like some VFX guy sucked at his job. Yeah, and we fired him. Yeah, we hired the wrong team. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Like, Hell, you could even play Marvel. Be like, oh, yeah, Marvel was uh, yeah. so strict about their movies that we couldn't even get any of our work done. Yeah. Like, you could have easily blamed yeah. them. Yeah. So is that uh, the anus for you as well then? No. I okay. mean, I, I think the anus for me is... Um, um, I think my anus was... <laughs> <laughs> because they anus. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think for me it was the... Uh, just the whole paradox, like, kind of felt like it didn't make a lot of sense. It felt like they had an idea for, like, a time loop mm-hmm. scenario, but, like, it didn't feel like it was fully thought out, and it didn't... I feel like it had issues. Okay. And maybe that's just a me thing, but, like, I definitely feel like there's problems with how it works. That's fair. And I know most people aren't going to, like, care about that. Yeah. But I do. Yeah. <laughs> Some people like anuses, yeah. so you know. All I have to say <laughs> to Booberry is be better. Be better, Booberry. Be better, Boo. Be better, Booberry. <laughs> be better. Okay. Um. Okay. Next up, we've got the appendix. Something really unnecessary or a missed opportunity. For me, I would say um, the both unnecessary and missed opportunity are the cameos. I'm gonna say air quote cameos. Where they had no lines, there was like nothing going on, like it was just kind of like, eh, like why? Like why didn't you have more happening? Like the most action we got in one of these supposed cameos was 
the fucking one where he's like fighting the spider for like 20 seconds. Oh, yeah, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, yeah. Nicholas and like, that's literally the one that didn't actually have a movie ever yeah, happen. Yeah, not real. <laughs> so, and then also they didn't use his face, which was fucking weird. So, like, yeah. I don't know. I thought those were all, those could have been better. In my opinion. What I'm wondering now is if it's like they already had rights to it because of like it was in production at one point. Yeah. Instead of them having to pay him to film something. Yeah. But like what is it going to cost? Like five bucks? Like come on. Like for- <laughs> is, he, is, he, is he at five bucks? <laughs> He's uh, in like every movie. Uh, film now? <laughs> He's in like every movie. He can't charge they're that like, much. They're like, you know, Nick, at some point you're going to have to start paying us. Like we cannot keep putting you in stuff in like all movies <laughs> so i feel like he can't have that high of a ticker a sticker price you know yeah. what i mean whatever i just like to pay an actor for five minutes of his time just to take a picture of his face that's all they needed you know what i mean yeah it's just and you, you can get that off the internet yeah you could just google yeah that. you're right public domain you don't even need to fucking hire him yeah there you go but they had some, to fucking cgi some it some idiot out there has a picture <laughs> of nicholas cage that they didn't get any licensing rights to <laughs> You could have just taken that one. You could have taken it, yeah. You're like, sorry, Timmy. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's going to be in a movie. And if you, you get nothing. And if you try to use this from our movie, <laughs> you will be We're seeing our lawyers. We're going to pants off you, yeah. <laughs> we'll be raining down hell on you like babies. <laughs> so, yeah, I just thought those could have been better. Because they were just kind of like... Oh, these worlds are floating around and these people are just like staring it, through a hole. Like, it was what? definitely fan service, right? It was clearly just for all those people who like had all these nostalgic feelings for all those different versions. Mm-hmm. What I thought was weird was like they had full CGI re- recreations of certain ones, but mm-hmm. then other ones that were just like still pictures. Like, yeah. like uh, Adam West Batman yeah. was just like a picture of him running. Yeah. And then, like, Christopher Reeve was a full animated, you know, remastering of him from his movies. Right. So I thought that was, like, odd how they picked and chose which they were going to put more focus on. Yeah, it was really confusing. Um, Interesting fact, I guess. Him and, I'm sorry, I don't know her name, but the the actress that played the Supergirl and those older Superman movies or mm-hmm. the, those movies. Yeah. Um, that's that's the point of what I'm going to say. Apparently, they had never shared screen time together. Oh, really? As those two characters. Oh. He was never apparently in her movie and she never showed up in his. Oh, okay. But yeah. that was interesting. Yeah. So this was like a big deal so that they were thing next to, to each other. Together? Okay. But like the part that like confused me was like, so all of these supposed DC characters are in their own universes and they're seeing this portal open to the Flash in his speed force thing and none of them are going to go through the portal. Yeah. Like they're just going to like, oh, what's, gonna this? Stand there. what's this window? Maybe I'll just watch. Yeah. yeah. I'll just Doesn't hang out. Doesn't seem like something they would do. Yeah, I agree. Um, for me, I guess my appendix would be uh, the biggest missed opportunity is not really explaining who murdered the mother mm-hmm. if it was not indeed Boo Berry <laughs> in the end. Just to prove that it was It just him. feels like that would have been the, the big connection, you know, yeah. full circle was he was behind the murder as well yeah. to do the whole thing, especially if they have no ability to go forward with continuing the story arc for The Flash. Yeah. 
Serious. Unless they do plan to. Maybe they are going to continue this yeah. exact Flash. Maybe. But if they don't, then it's like you could have bow tied that for everybody, yeah. but you didn't. Yeah, that's true. And it would have been very similar to the reverse Flash storyline. Anyways. Yeah. Um, okay, so next up we have the muscle. So uh, for a, a few of these things, we may have modified the definition of what, how we're describing them. So that's why I just... In case anybody's wondering mm-hmm. if something changed to starting this episode, this will be why. <laughs> yeah. So our muscle is really just strong points. Yeah. We decided uh, that weak points are something we would talk about yeah, as the anus. We, we got rid of them because they were weak. They were weak. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so for me, the strong one of the big strong points was Michael Keaton's Batman. I thought he was great. I thought his whole transition from the Big Lebowski to uh, <laughs> his original Batman character was perfect. It worked out because... It's not something that you would think necessarily would ever happen because mm-hmm. like you don't see Gotham City ever being like a peaceful place, and so it was funny and interesting to see the op- one op- or one option of how he could turn out if there was no crime for him to fight anymore. Yeah, um, and then he kind of just put back his, on his old outfit and became his old self, and like even though he was very begrudging about it, he like didn't want to get involved, but then suddenly he was like, "I feel the responsibility mm. and all this shit that Batman, of course, would do." I, I guess you could say he had that muscle memory too. Yeah, to get back in the fight. I guess you could say that. So yeah, good thing that he is part of your muscle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about you? What's the muscle for you? Uh, I'd say mine are kind of similar to you, but it was Supergirl. I think mm-hmm. using her instead of Superman was a very smart move because it, you know, it gave us something that felt fresh, but also kind of retold what we already kind of know from uh, the Flashpoint storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it just kind of, you know, like we said earlier, gave that fan service to people who never really got to see Supergirl yeah. after she was teased uh, in the Snyderverse. So okay. um, I think that they did. They made great use of the character, not giving us too much because it's not her movie, but like enough to kind of satisfy seeing her on screen doing some cool shit. That's true. Well, it's funny you say that because the heart, what we love the most or really enjoyed for me was, of course, the humor and stupid jokes because that's like my mm-hmm. thing. I'm a fan, obviously. Yeah. Um, but also I feel like Sasha Kelly's uh, Supergirl was, I thought she was really good and it kind of helped make the movie different. Instead of making it like the standard formula, I feel like having her instead of Superman really kind of made it a little bit fresher. Yeah. I think that was really, um, it Definitely was nice good. to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But always did always the jokes. So that's, that's the thing. Oh, I mean, I think the humor was actually really, really good in this movie. Yeah. I yeah. think, and I think a lot of it had to do with uh, just Ezra Miller playing off of himself yeah I, I mean that's what i think did it the most for me was the fact that it's the same actor doing both scenes mm-hmm. right but then the way that they interacted felt so like real that yeah. you, you sometimes forgot that it was the same actor right doing both roles and yeah i think that the, the humor really landed i really got a kick with like the origin stuff of him like teaching younger Barry how to do all the stuff you know there was like the the, the moment where he gave him the ring with the suit and he's yeah. like okay change the suit and then like the, <laughs> this comes out and deflates and he's like he's like wait like, you want me to you want me to change to... right here like <laughs> yeah he's like nobody's gonna see you yeah <laughs> and I already know what you look like and yeah. it's just like 
I, I thought the humor was really, really good. And so kind of going into my heart, playing off of what you just had and what I was saying there with the humor. Um, honestly, it was a huge shock for me, to be honest. My heart, I would say, was Ezra Miller as The Flash in this. Mm, okay. I feel like going into this, I was definitely on this like... You know, given all the controversy and stuff, I'm like, well, I guess we'll just see this to see this. And he's on his way out. And like, whatever. Yeah. Good riddance. But I will say, I think I went into this expecting it to be potentially a shit show, Mm -hmm. given all the controversy. I walked out of this feeling like I could see Ezra Miller being the Flash going forward still with the DCU. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't be like shocked or upset mm-hmm. given what they did if they went one way or the other i would accept it and i feel like they did a a really good job at making this character feel personal mm-hmm. i guess and and being something more than just what we've seen mm-hmm. with the other you know justice league stuff and really giving the character some kind of a an identity mm-hmm. and and I, I just, I was really surprised to see what they were able to do with this character. That's fair. It's always fun to be surprised. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't say that it's like a scenario where like, you know, Tony Stark and Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. go hand in hand. But like, right. I definitely feel like after seeing this movie, I wouldn't be shocked to see Ezra continue. Right. Yeah. You I can know. see that. Assuming all the controversy stuff gets put behind, does better. Mm-hmm. Acts like Boo Berry. Yeah. And be, and bees better. And bees better. Bees better. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, let's face it. It's it's, it's strictly going to... It's going to matter on how well this movie does. Oh, 100%. That's going to be the deciding factor. Yeah. At this point. I think DC has proven already that, uh, at least for the most part, they seem to be unwilling to let go of people just from controversy. More so than... At least Marvel well, or whatever. So, I well, I mean, just an idea that like if they didn't get rid of Amber Heard, then like yeah, I mean, yeah. she's just like a sub character. Yeah, she's not even that. Yeah, important. So if this does really of, well, what they've done with that character. Yeah. So then there's no reason for them to drop him. Yeah, but yeah. like yeah, exactly. Arguably, he's arguably this character is much more important. So. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Okay, uh, and finally we have the brain. And this is another one that we changed, and it is now just what we believe were the really clever or smart things. Yeah, no longer dumb. Yeah, dumb is also going to be in the that's anus. That's anus talk. Yeah, it's <laughs> anus talk. Um, so for me, I think the this one of the smart things they did was kind of using all the alternate characters, like having George Clooney as Batman at the end, and then having it just kind of like a jumbled mess at the end, mm-hmm. as far as universes go. Um, I think that was a smart, it seemed to me like a smart way to be like, this is not going to be where we're going from here. And but at the same time, it could be, right? Yeah. Um, I just think that it makes it, and I think it hints towards the fact that we're not going to be seeing them again um, in the same capacity or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I think it, I think it made it, it, to me, it seemed like it made it clear that we're not going to be seeing this, this exact universe going forward. I mean, I would I would agree with you that I I interpreted that scenario with George Clooney as the Batman in this ending of the movie mm-hmm. to be don't take this seriously. 
He's not coming back as Batman yeah. for the new DCU. Yeah. This is just where they are now. Yeah. And we're going to move on. And this yeah. is another universe, but we have a different one that yeah. we're starting. Yeah. Um, I would agree. But as we just established, money does talk. Yeah, true. If this movie does really well, I could see them either saying, okay, the Flash and Aquaman are the same. Everybody else is different. Or using the same actor for the Flash, but then... It is a different universe, right? I could, I could see them doing either or. Mm-hmm. I, th- I feel like, to me, this interpreted interpretation was yes, they are moving forward with something else, and this is just left behind. But I feel like they also kind of designed it where they could also just use it if yeah they decided it worked where it was left off. Yeah, that's fair. That makes sense. The only thing then is, how do you explain the history of the characters? From the Snyderverse. Like, right. obviously they'd have those interactions. I guess the only one that you would have would be whoever they continued with actor-wise theoretically would have that memory of interaction. Mm-hmm. Everybody else wouldn't. Right. Theoretically. Um, for me, the brain, I think, was just uh, the way they adapted the Flashpoint concept but changed it enough that it felt fresh and used two Flash characters to... Well, I guess three. Well, two. Yeah. <laughs> to tell the story. Two and a half. Yeah, two and a half. <laughs> uh, I just feel like it was like, it was, it was a lot of fun. This felt like, you know, this reminded me of like the first Shazam, but much more, I guess, exciting because there's more well-known characters that you care about versus, mm-hmm. you know, something that's a little bit more a test run for a character that's not as prominent in the DC. Mm-hmm. At least for common, you know, casual fans. Yeah. So I feel like we had a lot of that lighthearted humor that you would see from Shazam, but like in a bigger DC movie. Yeah, that's fair. Got a slightly it, more it, adult topics. Yeah, I mean, just like, you know, we got the Snyderverse characters right we got Ezra Miller we got Gal Gadot and Ben Affleck in this you know at some point but two hours or two hours and 30 minutes whatever this movie was did not feel like a Snyderverse to me no not at all it felt like it was something different yeah that is it for my brain (laughs) yeah that's all she wrote that's why I'm saying (laughs) such dumb shit at this point it's maxed out it's capped yeah does that mean that means it's lying in, oh. in young person speak? And yeah, in young Barry talk. <laughs> but elderly Boo Barry. <laughs> elderly. <laughs> that just means it's, you know, like at the maximum got capacity. It. Got it, got it. Cap is actually I don't know if you heard, it's short for capacity. Yeah, I did. Know that, thank you. No cap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so no capacity? <laughs> I know it, it, it's always changing. Yeah, I know it is. it's it is. it's like confusing. Okay, so let's give our um our official rating. Right? Yes. So so here's how our rating system works. If we hated something, we'll burn it. If it was just all right or neutral, we'll slice it. If we absolutely love the shit out of it, we're gonna dissect it. And if all of us dissect it, we're, we're DTF. DTF. Pretty decent. Yeah, and by all of us, like just it's the just, two of us. Just the two of us. I don't know why just we always. The, well, because in case there's, we sometimes <laughs> have case. other people. Yeah. By sometimes I mean like twice. <laughs> it was more than twice. Okay, three times. Maybe three times. <laughs> we were planning ahead. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's our rating system. Yes. <laughs> so for me, I would say it's a large slice. Because I, I liked it. I think it did have some flaws. Mm-hmm. And it didn't really kind of like 
push me over the edge. So I'm yeah. not quite dissected, but for me, it was a large slice for sure. Yeah, um, I'm gonna be right there with you. I would give this a large slice as well. Okay. I I went into this expecting a shit show. I'm not gonna lie. I, I you know there was so much back and forth in the news about like oh this movie's gonna be uh, so bad and it's yeah. got terrible things happening with it and, yeah. and it's a mess. And then there's other news things like oh my god this is the best thing since uh the dark night and it's like are you yeah. fucking kidding me? get out of it. like <laughs> there were, there were too many extremes yeah. right yeah and um i feel like i went in expecting nothing good and i was pleasantly surprised i feel like it mm-hmm. had a lot of humor had a lot of fun action i think it was a solid story mm-hmm. uh you know they 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 used something that was like you know not new to to dc mm-hmm. with the flash but they made it its own for this version yeah and i i feel like this is a very solid movie and i could see myself watching this i don't know how many times more but like yeah. you know yeah i wouldn't be like oh i've already seen it like i would yeah i would sit down and watch I'll probably it again. watch it again once it's out like to watch at home yeah, yeah. and i'm sure it'll hit max or whatever yeah. at some point yeah yeah, so large slice for me. Yeah, so um, large slice all around. Obviously, the, the, my issues with the time travel stuff, I feel like there's something that's not making sense with how yeah. they, they did it. But, um, you know, that's just my nitpickiness. But solid movie all around. Yeah. I think it did a lot for character, you know. I think it did a lot for just the, the Snyderverse in general, kind of making that feel a little bit more fun mm-hmm. in the long scheme of it all. So... Yeah, I agree. So that is it. Anything else you wanted to discuss with this before we close it off? Put a... You're going to pinch it off? Cap. Yeah. <laughs> before we pinch off from the anus. <laughs> no, I think we're good. <laughs> I was going to say before we put a cap on it. Oh, okay. Not in it? Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I thought I'd tell like, wait, did I just start to shoot something? There's too many different definitions. Is that a reference that kids know these today? Like bust a cap in your like ass? busting a cap? Probably not. In your They probably anus? think that means you're going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> bust, bust a cap. Oh. <laughs> bust a lie in your face. Cake. <laughs> Cake? Isn't cake the term for ass now? Oh yeah, I think you're right. I think I think the youngsters call it cake. Now. The youngsters. <laughs> yeah. Get off my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> Get your cake off hey, my I'm, lawn. I'm at the age where I have looked at kids. <laughs> I may not have said it. Yeah. No, I no, that's not true. I did tell that one child. Get off my lawn. Uh, to get off of our lawn that one day. <laughs> yeah. In my defense. He was on our lawn. <laughs> You're right. That's a valid point. He had a scooter or a bike or something. Yeah. He was just standing on our lawn for no fucking reason. Yeah. Questioning why we were moving. Oh, God, that kid. You remember that? Yeah, that guy's yeah. an idiot. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> in anyway. no way could this kid go back in time. No. And if he could, he wouldn't know what to do. Right. He would probably be like, I'm going to go stand on a different part of that lawn. Yeah. To fix my mistake. Yeah. I don't think he even knows it was a mistake. Okay. Valid point. Because <laughs> he asked us why there was a moving truck in the yeah. driveway. Like, oh, I don't know. Because we're moving. Yeah. Maybe because we're not fucking idiots that don't understand simple <laughs> things. Yeah. All right. 
Let's wrap this up. <laughs> We're just bagging on a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the kid could have been falling from a hospital yeah, and yeah. I wouldn't even care. No. Uh, well, thanks everyone. Throw him in the microwave. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> is it plugged in nobody knows okay but at least it's not on my grass yeah <laughs> well thanks everyone for listening uh, we appreciate you uh hanging with us while we talked extensively hanging with us about the flash um if you enjoyed what you're listening to definitely check us out again we'll have some more episodes coming your way very soon um follow us on all the social medias we've got facebook dissecting this fiction we've got instagram uh dissecting this fiction podcast yeah I yeah. guess. and then twitter dtf pod and then you can also email us directly let us know if you have theories about this time travel situation so that we can get solve that problem mm-hmm. our, we won't solve our it. email is dtf cast i'd like to know your opinion dtf pod at gmail.com um, and then we also have a website dtfcast.com mm-hmm. so yeah say hi that's it for our anatomy episode of the flash an erotic journey. Okay. It's not, though. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's All a right. different flash. Yeah. <laughs> Did I do the bye-bye yet? Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.